1: I Mark Levin here, our number eight seven seven three eight one three eight one one eight seven seven three eight one three eight one one as I continue my own journey through various philosophers and political scientists and so forth and so on, and do my own thinking and reasoning. I want to bring these different thoughts to you where we together can try and make sense of some things that are taking place in this society. Let me read a quote to you, and we will jump into the other stuff soon enough. A political party is an organized attempt to get control of the government. A political party is not <laughs> Org- organized attempt to get control of the government. Let me do it without coughing. A political party is an organized attempt to get control of the government. E. E. Schatzschneider, who was a political scientist, fairly well known in the middle of the last century. It's interesting, isn't it? In many ways, it's correct. A political party is an organized attempt to get control of the government. But things are a little different today in several respects, but let me speak to the main ones. For the Democrat Party, a political party is an organized attempt to get control of the government and keep it. For the Democrat Party, it's an attempt to get control of the government and keep it and have a one-party state. That's why they tried to change the voting system. That's why they try to pack the Supreme Court. That's why they do what they do in the states. And that's when you know you're dealing with a party that is totalitarian in nature, as the Democrat Party is. You'll also notice... The AOC types, the Bernie Sanders type, these are Democratic Socialists. That's what they call themselves. The Democrat Socialists of America, that was the organization that propelled them into office and scores of them, as a matter of fact, in the House. They're not really Democrat Party apparatchiks. So what are they doing? They're trying to take over fundamentally the base of the Democrat Party because they have figured out they're running in the Green Party, the Reform Party, whatever party, doesn't work. Not in the United States for a variety of reasons I don't need to get into. And so the real battle is within the parties. And so the Marxists have battled within the Democrat Party And they are the base of the Democrat Party that Pelosi had to bow to, and Biden has to bow to, and now they are actual participants in. That's the Democrat Party base. So they have succeeded, the American Marxists, in becoming the base of the Democrat Party, even if they're not the majority. And they have succeeded in securing the support of the ruling class of the Democrat Party. Make sense, Mr. Producer, as I think this through? Let me add this. A political party is an organized attempt to get control of the government, and I added, and keep it if you're a Democrat for one-party rule, permanent one-party government. And they've been working on this since Woodrow Wilson in the early 1900s, but most especially since Franklin Roosevelt. Franklin Roosevelt wrote long ago, and it's in one of my books, that he wanted to create permanent change because it's not enough to win an election and then the other party comes in, and the things that you developed are no longer relevant or no longer in place. And so they came up with this idea of a massive, powerful, entrenched bureaucracy. That's the permanent government. Scholars call it the administrative state, politicians call it the swamp. Call it whatever you want. And that administrative state or swamp exists for the Democrat Party. When Republicans are in office, they either lay low or more particularly what they do is they sabotage. They leak. They undermine. That's what they do. That bureaucracy is built not exclusively but mostly by the Democrat Party So even if Republicans win elections, they don't win the day. Now there are Republicans like Chris Sununu, like Karl Rove, like Larry Hogan, like Asa Hutchison, like Chris Christie, who are perfectly happy with that. They like the trappings of power. As long as they can have some changes on the on the edges where they can point to themselves as really important figures when in fact they're not even hiccups in history. Then there are those who take it on, like a Reagan and a Trump and so forth, who pay the price. And a DeSantis in Florida, who's now being stalked by Nancy Mace, Uh, And just let me say as a footnote, Nancy Mace, Chris Sununa, Asa Hutchison, truth is, they and their ilk would not be getting time on Sunday shows, on CNN, MSNBC, NBC, ABC, or CBS, unless they're trashing their own party and members in their own party. Otherwise, they wouldn't get any attention because they're irrelevant. If I were to state today some provocative statement about a conservative principal or about a conservative governor or a conservative senator or Donald Trump or what what have you I would be invited on meet the press face the nation and every other show they could think of when i criticized the establishment 15 20 years ago remember mr reduce so they were begging me to come on their shows i said no Because your intentions are not pure. Your intentions are political. But that's not the case. Nancy Mace, Chris Sununu, their intentions are self-aggrandizement. All right, that's that footnote. Let's get back to the bigger point. So we're facing today a Democrat party that has a base, if not more, that hates America, rejects the Constitution, rejects the rule of law is Marxist in very many aspects of its ideology that has essentially conquered the ruling class within their party and that is the battle that has been lost in the Democrat Party within the Democrat Party but now that's the battle we face many of us anyway, as non-democrats. Now, having said all this, I talked about the permanent bureaucracy. They've also stacked the courts with ideologues. We stack the courts with people who say they won't be ideologues. We stack the courts with people who say I'll take each case as it comes and apply the law. They stack the courts with people who say, I'll take each case as it comes, and I'll advance the radical left activist agenda. Which makes it, of course, very difficult to overcome. Makes it daunting, as a matter of fact. But as such, this entire system is now stacked against us. The permanent bureaucracy... The judicial activists. It's stacked against us, those of us who are constitutional conservatives. It's stacked against us. This is what I've been thinking about over the course of the weekend. I think that's what's happened. And so they continue to empower themselves, enshrine their agenda through the bureaucracy with regulations, bureaucratic dictates and fiats and rules and penalties and punishments, executive orders, live an entire massive governing apparatus that has no constitutional basis. And completely blows out the idea of a representative government. And exists. To not only empower itself. But to continue. To grow. And grow. And grow. And the Democrat Party. And this permanent government. Are one and the same. Which is why Biden and previous Democrats have proposed massive spending, massive debt, more programs, more agencies, more bureaucracy because that empowers the Democrat Party and it empowers the permanent bureaucracy and they can advance their agenda whether they're in office or out of office. I'll be right back.
2: Mark Levin.
1: Now, I know you guys are worried. Federal Reserve staff said banking crises fallout could push the economy into recession this year. But you can do something about that. Learn how to protect the retirement you worked really hard for. I think a great way is to diversify with gold and specifically a gold IRA. That's right, physical gold in your IRA. My favorite gold IRA company is Augusta Precious Metals. You got to call these guys and learn how a gold IRA can help you. So if you've saved 100000 or more in a 401k or an IRA, call Augusta Precious Metals and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Tell them Mark sent you, and they'll give you a free gold coin when you open a gold IRA. Call Augusta Precious Metals today, 8774-GOLD-IRA. That's 8774-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions. Get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. What a great company. I want you to show you how uh, Bernie Sanders works, being a Marxist and all, as he is. Any attempt to cut government spending, you'll be throwing people out on the streets, working people. You'll be throwing them out on the streets. Cut to go,
0: Donald. What needs to happen are two things. First of all, everybody in Congress has got to understand the United States of America cannot default on its debt. And by the way, a lot of that debt was accumulated under the Trump administration.
1: Okay, the let's p- stop. We're not talking about defaulting on the debt per se. We're talking about defaulting on the spending that took place in the prior Congress. That they voted on including McConnell but every Democrat it was a setup against the Republicans and now Biden has thrown seven trillion dollar budget on top of that and the Republicans are saying we can't pay for all that we're not going to pay for all that we will destroy the future of our children and our grandchildren and so being the Marxist that he is and believing in modern monetary policy which is the federal government can spend and borrow as much as it wants who cares that's his agenda now if he believes the government shouldn't default on its debt then maybe he shouldn't help create so much of it i do agree that the republicans contribute to this but let's be honest when it comes to a bidding war on the debt the democrats win hands down every single time go ahead
0: bills or else there will be cataclysmic economic problems in the united states and around the world massive unemployment and a major recession number two
1: so why did you vote for that why are you supporting that budget then why don't you guys negotiate and cut some of the spending so we can get the debt down anyway go ahead
0: is right what we need is a clean debt ceiling bill no you don't get
1: a clean debt ceiling bill because that means every single thing that joe biden is demanding is going to be approved by Congress. Approved by the Republicans. Is that why you said the Republicans here? To approve every single spending, whether it's redistribution to the teachers' unions, redistributions to the Marxists on the left, the destruction of the combustion engine, the destruction of energy independence, open borders, and all the rest. That's what's being funded or not funded. So we should fund a 19% increase for the Environmental Protection Agency a 13% increase for the Department of Education, and a 3% increase on the on the military in the face of what China's doing. And the Republicans must comply, or else we will default on the debt. That's what he's saying. Need a clean bill. Do Republicans get clean debt increases when it comes to the Democrats? Of course not. So this guy's a liar.
0: Go ahead. And then you can sit down and negotiate what a sensible budget is. What the Republicans
1: are, see, saying. they want to skip two cycles. Now we can negotiate what a sensible budget is. The Republicans were waiting to get sworn in when Pelosi, a lame duck in the House, the Democrats, and the Democrats in the Senate with the help of McConnell, passed a budget. That's never happened in modern American history. Normally, you wait for the new Congress to be sworn in because you have some respect for the voters who just told you they wanted a different party in charge of the House. But they didn't do it. Now he says, well, then we can negotiate on a budget. You rammed a budget through. Now you're telling the Republicans they must, in fact, pay for it, even though they didn't vote for it, even though they, it has so much waste and fraud and abuse, even though we have massive inflation, and your budget will include will increase inflation even more. That's what he's demanding. I'll be right back. Now, I know you guys are worried. Federal Reserve staff said banking crises fallout could push the economy into recession this year. But you can do something about that. Learn how to protect the retirement you worked really hard for. I think a great way is to diversify with gold and specifically a gold IRA. That's right, physical gold in your IRA. My favorite gold IRA company is Augusta Precious Metals. You got to call these guys and learn how a gold IRA can help you. So, if you saved 100000 or more in a 401k or an IRA, call Augusta Precious Metals and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Tell them Mark sent you, and they'll give you a free gold coin when you open a gold IRA. Call Augusta Precious Metals today. 8774 Gold IRA. That's 8774 Gold IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions. Get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. What a great company. Mark
0: Levin, an unapologetic patriot and unapologetic
2: constitutionalist. You can reach him at
1: 877-381-3811. An illegal alien literally slaughtered five people yesterday including a mother and her daughter and others in a house next door because the illegal alien from mexico and his friends were firing a gun off their porch and they were dared to ask the police stop because it was too loud it's keeping the baby awake So he got mad. There's 10 people in the house, and he starts slaughtering them. Then I have to hear liberals say, Well, why do you have to mention that the person's an illegal alien? You know what? Let me tell you two reasons why. Number one, those five people would be alive if this illegal alien was not in America. He'd been deported four times before, four times. Number two, the people who say this really don't care about the migrant community. They really don't. They do not care about the migrant community. They pretend they care about it, but they don't. Because the migrant community pays the price for these murders. Not these... Leftists who run these organizations out of skyscrapers, or these leftists on television, who are as white as Pisaki, who have no idea what they're talking about. The communities that suffer as a result of an open border, in addition to our own border communities are the very people they claim to care about. Who are raped, who are maimed, who are enslaved, who are tortured, who are murdered. These are the policies that the left have unleashed in America. You know, it's an amazing thing to be a leftist. Think about how your mind Functions. Actually, it's quite dysfunctional. Quite dysfunctional. You hear day in and day out what's going on on that border. You're told what's going on on that border, and you don't care. And yet you claim to be a humanitarian with your self righteous propaganda. even though people are suffering horribly on both sides of the border as a result of the policies that you endorse. All right, already, I don't care who the king of England is. Especially this one. I'm sorry. This guy's a huge lib with the climate and all the rest of it. Otherwise, I'm very interested in British history, including the crown. Not this, jerk! Excuse me. All right, already. Sick of it. All right. Back to where I was. The American left. The American left. Does the American left embrace life? I'm just curious. They're the ones who promote uh, abortion on demand right up to the last second. That's not promoting life, last time I checked. Now, I I will have a caveat here. They do... they do oppose the death penalty when it comes to mass murders so in a perverse and bizarre way they will defend those individuals but when it comes to innocent life not so much they hate the cops who are there to prevent uh, protect innocent victims they hate the unborn They won't even call them babies. They say it's a right to kill them. It's perverse. We have an open border that's resulted in numerous deaths, uh, illnesses, sexual crimes, enslavement, children being forced into servitude. New York Times did a big piece on that. Not Maggie Haberman, she's busy chasing Trump. But you understand what I mean. Do they like life? What what is it with that party? What is it with these people? I'm serious about it. What 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 is their deal? How do they think? Really weird, you want to know the truth. Especially their leaders. They're they're crazy. All right, let's keep moving here. Bernie Sanders is open to cutting some spending, ladies and gentlemen. Cut one, go.
0: Are you open to any uh, spending cuts as part of the ultimate budget deal? Yeah. I mean, I think we can move toward uh, cutting military spending. We're now spending 10 times more than the people are than any other country.
1: uh, No, we're not, you idiot. And we're not you idiot we're not spending 10 times more than the communist chinese and i've explained this before and you know you're a liar that their numbers are fake and that they they don't break out the civilian side the the military there leads the uh, spending priorities for this for that country and they don't include the amount of fusion with the civilian side and he knows this he's really he's really contemptible this bastard go ahead massive
0: cost overruns uh, in the pentagon i'm massive certainly...
1: cost overruns in the <laughs> pentagon excuse me there's massive cost overruns in everything the government does. that's, that's a funny thing this massive cost overruns would would be an argument against big centralized government, right? Big centralized government. I guess you could say we ought to eliminate Social Security based on that theory and Medicare based on that theory and every every other entitlement based on that theory. And what about all the COVID money that was spent? I guess we shouldn't have done that based on that theory. And you can go on and on and on. The government blows over $200 billion a year in waste, fraud, and abuse. It's not all the military. It's not all the contractors. Since the vast majority of the spending has nothing to do with the military. You've got a budget proposal of $7 trillion. The military is about $800 billion, give or take, of the $7 trillion. And I'm not even counting Social Security and Medicare. Not even counting them. Go ahead. ...open to demanding that the largest
0: corporations in this country and the wealthiest people uh, stop paying uh, their fair share of taxes. Uh, they do
1: pay their fair share, which is why we're less and less competitive with the rest of the world when it comes to building things and services and so forth. See, the, even the communist Chinese don't think this way. They say, let everybody else raise taxes. Let everybody else lay off their people. We want a competitive edge. We want to succeed. We, We want to be the number one. The number one country, economic nation on the face of the earth. And the rich should pay their fair share, he says. And corporations should pay their fair share, he says. What does that mean? And who's it going to go to, America? The government. And what are they going to do with it, America? What are the bureaucrats and politicians going to do with the money that they have not earned? In fact, it's been earned in spite of the politicians and the bureaucrats. What are they going to do with the money? Look at how big the government is. It's the biggest employer. It's the biggest pensioner. It's the biggest landlord. It's the biggest tenant. It's the biggest consumer of energy. It's the biggest consumer of natural resources. It owns more land than any collection of human beings on the face of the earth. And he wants more. More. If Bernie Sanders had his way 150 years ago... We wouldn't have automobiles today. We wouldn't have electricity today. We wouldn't have light bulbs today. The Industrial Revolution never would have happened because it takes capital to make stuff, to invest in things. But here's what Bernie knows, what Marx knew. There's a lot more people who earn less than a billion dollars than people who earn a billion dollars. A lot more people. And so it always flies when you make the point. The hang 'em crowd. Hang 'em. But let's talk about these these billionaires. Let's go to cut four, Mr. Producer. Go.
0: In your book you ask the question how much is enough? So let me get you an answer. By the way, that
1: voice should be familiar. It's the chinless Chris Wallace. Go ahead. Uh,
0: I think we should go back to the tax policies,
1: the radical tax policies that exist under
0: that communist president, Dwight D. Eisenhower. What do you think about that? That if you make a whole lot of money, you're going to pay a whole lot of taxes. I I look, I I think I I may be wrong, but I think back in the Eisenhower days, top marginal tax rate was around 90%. That's right. So basically,
1: let's stop stop because poor Chris doesn't know all the facts. Neither does Sanders, and he's a liar. That 90% rate applied to virtually nobody. Because people in the category of 90%, almost none of them existed. It's also a temporary tax to try and pay for the New Deal in World War II, which had completely zapped the federal government's ability to to raise funds. So nobody's talked about a 90% tax under circumstances that exist today other than a Marxist, a Democrat, actually, Bernie Sanders. But let's play this out for a moment. Let's say there's a 90% tax on the biggest corporations. What are they going to do? They're going to go out of business. They're going to go out of business. You can't run assembly lines, purchase material, pay labor contracts, and pay shareholders including pensioners, and you're paying 90% to the federal government. And that doesn't even include state taxes, state income taxes. So you're really talking about a corporation paying over 100% in income taxes. He says pay 90%. He didn't say adjusted gross. He said 90%. That's the net, 90%. So if you're in California at the high rate, let's say the corporate rate, just for the fun of it, is 13%, you're paying 90% of the federal government. Just, Just in federal and state income taxes alone, you're paying 103%. And that doesn't include all the other taxes that they throw at you, property taxes and so forth and so on. So you either leave the country, the United States, or you go broke fast. And everybody who works for that corporation is out of business. This is what happens when you get a mental midget Marxist ideologue out of a tiny state in New England trying to set national policy. He doesn't know anything about economics. He knows everything about ideology. 90%. And it's too bad Chris Wallace isn't smart enough on the spot to confront this and a really... Significant way. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Now, I know you guys are worried. Federal Reserve staff said banking crises fallout could push the economy into recession this year. But you can do something about that. Learn how to protect the retirement you worked really hard for. I think a great way is to diversify with gold and specifically a gold IRA. That's right, physical gold in your IRA. My favorite gold IRA company is Augusta Precious Metals. You got to call these guys and learn how a gold IRA can help you. So if you have saved 100000 or more in a 401k or an IRA, call Augusta Precious Metals and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Tell them Mark sent you and they'll give you a free gold coin when you open a gold IRA. Call Augusta Precious Metals today. 8774 Gold IRA. That's 8774 Gold IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions. Get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. What a great company! Listen to this. Cut five. Go. Sir, you're saying that.
0: Billionaires should not exist. So are you basically saying that once you get to $999 million, yeah. that the government should confiscate all the rest? I'm saying that we should go back to a very progressive tax policy like what we had under Dwight D. Eisenhower. Which would mean that, that uh, after over a yeah. billion dollars, basically yeah. it all goes to the government. I, you may disagree with me. But I'm I just say, asking. Like, fine. Yeah, I think people can make it on 900. You know, it's not a matter
1: of people making it on nine hundred and ninety nine million. They don't have it in their mattress. They're not it's not in their savings account. They're monies that are invested. And <laughs> much of it is counted as their wealth, even though it's not liquid. It's in businesses and it's employing people or it's in capital investments trying to develop new technologies for health or whatever. So you can imagine. What a disaster this would be. I hope you got to watch Life, Liberty, and Levin on Sunday. We did I pencil. First time ever. I think of any show. We did I pencil. Bernie Sanders doesn't know how to make a pencil. And yet look how he would disrupt the economy and he doesn't care the way they disrupt our energy system and they don't care the way they disrupt our border and they do not care. They want power. They promote their ideology. They don't care about your lifestyle in the least. They want you jealous as hell. It's not about some guy next door having $20 billion. Even today, Elon Musk doesn't have an account with $50 billion in it. It's invested in businesses, which you would have to shut down and give the money to the government. Why? so people can get more bloated, so they can hire more people, more IRS agents to harass you, empower the police state. We've seen this all over the world. So he says he would confiscate, confiscate, later in the clip, he would confiscate anything over $999 million. Where the hell does he get the authority to do that under the Constitution? To confiscate anything. And now Biden's pushing a wealth tax. But don't worry, it's only for people who are much richer than you. It's only a matter of time. Once they set the principle, then you're the target. You're the target. They want your money. Because believe it or not, there aren't enough billionaires to pay for what Bernie Sanders wants. It's not until the people are enslaved to the government. Three eight one three eight one one. National Pubic Radio, state Radio, they hate being called that, but they clearly are part of the state. More people are getting away with murder. Unsolved killings reach a record high. More murders across America are going unsolved, exacerbating the grief of families. Already reeling and worsening the largely cracked trust between police and the public, especially communities of color most affected by gun violence. This is amazing. That kind of crap left-wing propaganda from state media. The reason more murders are going unsolved is because there's less cops. And if people are upset about it, then they should stop voting for city councilmen and mayors Who want less cops? That's the bottom line. While the rate at which murders are solved or cleared has been declining for decades, it has now dropped to slightly below 50% in 2020, a new historic low. Several big cities, including Chicago, have seen the number of murder cases resulting in at least one arrest dip into the low to mid-30s range, we saw a sharp drop in the national clearance rate in 2020, says Professor Philip Cook, public policy researcher and professor emeritus at Duke University and University of Chicago Urban Labs. It reached close to 50% at the time nationwide, which was the lowest ever recorded by the FBI, and it hasn't come up that much since. That makes the U.S. among the worst at solving murders in the industrialized world, Germany, for example, consistently clears well over 90% of its murders. Now, why is that? They don't say. I'll say. Because there's no defund the police movement in in Germany, is there? So who's responsible? Well, reasons behind the drop are multifaceted. Cook and other experts warn that more people getting away with murder in the U.S., is driving a kind of doom loop of mutual mistrust. Low murder clearance rates impede future investigations, which in turn potentially drive up killings in some communities where lack of arrests undermines deterrence and sends a message that police will not or cannot protect them. Oh, you think? Ah, do you need a Ph.D.? in? Need to be in academia to figure that out? Communities that are especially impacted by gun violence believe that the police are ineffective or indifferent. And as a result, they're less willing to cooperate, says Cook. So that's the answer? Are you serious? Indifferent? Don't you think the reason is there's less of them? That's the truth. You know, I'm hooked on a show called The First 48. You ever watch that, Mr. Producer? You've never watched the first 48? Well, it's about these real murder situations. And they're not long stories. They're real real cases, typically in uh, Tulsa or New Orleans or Atlanta, some of the other cities. And so... You see these efforts at solving these crimes. But if you don't have enough police, you can't solve them. And when you have murder going through the roof and you don't have enough police, you can't solve them. And so they ought to stop voting for people who don't want police. So uh, National Pubic Radio gets it wrong. And while. Ironically, I was reading this story yesterday. Joe Biden, the Democrats in the media the night before, that is Saturday night, had their big media bash. And they're having a grand old time laughing it up. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? This man does not take the presidency seriously and the media do not take America seriously and the circumstances America's having to deal with seriously. People are getting away with murder, reaches a record high. People are being murdered at a record high. People are suffering. You've got inflation through the roof. I mean, I can go on and on and on, and these people show up in their penguin suits and their... And their long gowns, even uh, this woman from Hollywood had the people following her, holding her gown from the back. Remember that? One of the leftists. And they're enjoying their meals, and they, they don't even recognize how bad this looks. And they don't care, because what are you going to do about it? They literally don't care. And this is going on in Washington. Washington. You know, it's funny they talk about the billion the billionaires, the billion Nobody has more power than Washington politicians in the media. That's why you hate them. AP, Americans fault news media for dividing the nation. The associated depressed. When it comes to the news media and the impact it's having on democracy and political polarization in the United States. Americans are likely to say it's doing more harm than good. If you watch MSNBC for half a minute, they're even worse than CNN, and CNN is atrocious. MSNBC is a disaster of low IQ Democrats and former Republicans. That's what it is. That's what it is, and they bring on every radical left-wing, Academic racist or bigot they can imagine. By the way, you know what I did in great pain, Mr. Producer? I read this guy, Ellie Mistel's book. It is horrendous. He calls the the white men on the Supreme Court, he calls them uh what's he call them? White supremacists. There is no such thing as reverse racism. He goes on and on. The guy is unhinged. He's a vile, nasty, hateful s o p, and he is a regular, fairly regular slot on MSLSD, typically on the Joy Reid program. No surprise there, because she's much the same. But to have such number one ignorance about American history. And number two, hate for the country you live in, where only a jackass like you can succeed. And to exercise your freedom of speech rights while condemning the people who enshrined it, it's just incredible to me. This is the news media, this are the news media today. Literally three quarters of U.S. adults say the news media is... No, it should be the news media are and the press is, but what do I know? Increasing political polarization in this country. And just under half say they have little to no trust in the media's ability to report the news fairly and accurately. And they're right. They're right. The poll released before World Press Freedom Day, which apparently is on Wednesday, shows Americans have significant concerns about misinformation. And the role played by the media itself, along with politicians and social media companies in spreading it. But that many are also concerned about the going threats to journalists' safety. That breakdown in trust may prompt many Americans to reject the mainstream news media, and it's not mainstream. Often in favor of social media and unreliable websites, I guess they mean conservatives. And while a slim majority of Americans say they have some degree of confidence in the news media and their ability to report the news fully and freely, only 16% are very confident. Yeah, and I'll bet those include phony journalists and their family. 45% they have little to no confidence at all. Now, if you run the Constipated News Network or if you run MSLSD or if you run one of the networks or you run the New York Slimes or the Washington Compost and you read that, You ought to adjust the way you approach the news. You ought to adjust it. You ought to release your text messages and your emails. Those who are mocking Fox. So we can all take a look at them and see how pure and wonderful you are. But you won't because you're frauds and phonies and hypocrites. Oh, we'd love to see those MSNBC and CNN texts and emails. We'd love to see the New York Slimes and the Washington Compost. Maggot Haberman, why don't you release yours voluntarily? Show us how fantastic you are. Jeremy and his Peters, why don't you do the same thing? Philip, what's his last name again? Philip Bump, the Bumpster, why don't you do the same thing? Because they won't, because they're frauds. And you despise the media for good reason, because they're contributing to the destruction of the country. Republicans view the news media less favorably than Democrats. Yeah, well, you got a lot more Democrats in the media than Republicans. 61% of Republicans saying the news media is, should say, are hurting democracy, compared with 23% of Democrats and 36% of independents. More Republicans think the news is strongly influenced by the U.S. government and the political views of the journalists. Gee, no doubt about that. Coverage of recent presidential elections, the coronavirus pandemic, protests against police killings of black Americans, and other events convinced Janice Fort that the media can't be believed. One station will cover a story that others ignore. Living viewers not sure whom to trust. But the media was busy parting Saturday night. You know, like the fall of the Roman Empire. Fiddling while well, the nation burns. I'll be right back. Mark in. Don't fall for the free phone deals from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, folks. Just another trick to lock you into a long-term contract that's going to cost you a fortune every single month. Instead, get a brand-new iPhone 12 from Pure Talk for just 12 bucks a month at 0% interest, no contract. Cancel or leave anytime. Get a new iPhone, ultra-fast 5G service, and cut your cell phone bill in half. That's why I'm a Pure Talk customer. That's why you should be, too. You can switch right now at puretalk.com in as little as 10 minutes. Choose from a variety of unlimited talk and text plans starting at 30 bucks a month with plenty of high-speed data all backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, L-E-V-I-N-PODCAST, and you'll save 50% off your first month. An iPhone 12 for 12 bucks a month and save on your monthly bill puretalk.com, promo code Levin podcast restrictions apply. You can see the site for details. You despise the media, and the media don't give a damn. Now you know what the uh, you know what the Congress just did for itself. Uh, they passed a pay raise without calling it a pay raise. They skirted the Constitution. This is how corrupt they are. See, they don't think they make enough money. Now, nobody told people to run for office. Nobody asked them to run for office. Congress's unconstitutional pay scam gets members $34,000 raises. So, I believe they earn about 175000 but more than that. They have the best health care on the face of the earth and pay almost nothing for it. You pay for it. And they have the best pensions on the face of the earth and they pay almost nothing into that. You pay for all that. It's incredible. And then, of course, they have the trappings of power. So when they retire, like that idiot senator from Blunt, from Missouri, then he goes, joins, joins his son and his son's buddy. To become lobbyists in Washington. And so did Trent Lott, by the way. I don't, we've never heard from him again, but that's what he became. And uh, James Bavard is a very good writer over at the New York Post. Thanks to a backroom deal, House members can now claim automatic reimbursement of $258 a night for lodging expenses and $79 a day for meals in Washington even if they don't spend a dime. But though House members can pocket up to $34,000 a year in additional tax dollars, it's not a pay raise because politicians are entitled to use false labels for everything they do. There's a pity party in Washington. You weren't invited, but you'll pay the bill. Members of Congress are whining that they receive only 174000 a year, more than triple the average U.S. salary and higher pay than 93% of Americans' pocket. And that would include that socialist Bernie Sanders, who always, wants to tax everybody else. And it's a part-time job. House of Representatives is in session about 117 days this year. That didn't stop Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez from moaning that, quote, Congress structures itself to exclude and push out the few working-class people who do get elected. She's another commie fraud. Congressional salaries are far higher than the average Americans pay, in part to cover the extra costs of spending time in Washington. But members wanted more. After Republicans captured the House majority in November, the Democrat-controlled House Administration Committee rush through a provision in December to boost members' pay. See what I mean? This is what they do. The Constitution's 27th Amendment, ratified in 1992, though, prohibits any law, quote, varying the compensation for the services of the senators and representatives, unquote, from taking effect, quote, until an election of representatives shall have intervened. The new windfall was labeled reimbursements. Reimbursements not varying the compensation for services. It took effect thanks to a tweak in the member's congressional handbook. There was no debate or vote on the House floor. Neither the Senate nor the President had a say in the matter. Remember Mo Brooks, who would have been a fantastic senator? Mo Brooks former representative denounced the clandestine secrecy of the process. In a press conference last Friday, Hakeem Jeffries denied any pay raise occurred. It was just reimbursement, he said. And he used the word bipartisan five times in one minute to sanctify the new measure. Inside the beltway, bipartisan bestows instant absolution. House Republican leaders did not oppose the windfall. Congress wouldn't dare openly hike its own pay because only 20% approve of how Congress is handling its job, 78% disapproval. So congressional leadership is portraying the new windfalls practically a typo on a W-2 form. The up to $34,000 a year benefit is part of a budget boost to, quote, provide a living wage, unquote, according to a summary from the House Appropriation Committee Democrats. The new benefit system does not require the submission of receipts to reduce burdens and address the potential security risks ruled the House's chief administrative officer. Imagine this. But Congress last year, they bankrolled hiring 87,000 new IRS agents and employees to audit you, your Form 1040s, and to shake more money out of your bank accounts. And that $600 rule they slipped in there From Venmo or PayPal or whomever, over the course of a year, if you receive $600, it could be from a family member who's reimbursing you. You're going to get a 1090 IRS form, whomever you are, and they're going to want to know if you paid taxes on it. Unbelievable. Answer get elected to Congress. Don't fall for the free phone deals from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, folks. Just another trick to lock you into a long-term contract that's going to cost you a fortune every single month. Instead, get a brand new iPhone 12 from Pure Talk for just twelve bucks a month at zero percent interest, no contract. Cancel or leave anytime. Get a new iPhone, ultra-fast 5G service, and cut your cell phone bill in half. That's why I'm a Pure Talk customer. That's why you should be, too. You can switch right now at puretalk.com in as little as 10 minutes. Choose from a variety of unlimited talk and text plans starting at 30 bucks a month with plenty of high-speed data all backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, L-E-V-I-N-PODCAST, and you'll save 50% off your first month. An iPhone 12 for 12 bucks a month and save on your monthly bill. PureTalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Restrictions apply. You can see the site for details.
2: Mark Levin, the champion of liberty and true conservatism. Call Mark now,
1: 877-381-3811. I will be on Hannity tonight, approximately 9:30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, by my calculation, that's 6:30 p.m. Pacific. Which, in turn, would be 8 p.m. Central. I think I have that right. Something like that. Instapundit is a great site. I don't mention them frequently enough. CNN panelist drops the hard truth about Biden's speech at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. None of them watch this. I mean, good Lord. And he said the pathetic nature of that scene wasn't lost on everyone scott jennings who offered his critique on cnn of all places and i think he worked for bush but i could be wrong pointed out how pathetic it was for the press to clap along to a president making fun of the fact that they are completely in the tank hot 10 mr producer go
2: the, the line that will stick with me is in a lot of ways this dinner sums up my first two years in office i'll talk for 10 minutes take zero questions and cheerfully walk away i i'm just gonna for the journalist in the room he wasn't laughing with you he was laughing at you i mean the reality is i think he's mocking the press the guy does not take questions that he's up there joking about it and i just and they're clapping and they're laughing about it and i i don't know i just i think he owes i'm a, I'm pro reporter and i think the president of the united states ought to have to talk to these reporters and not mock them
1: well that is that is um a remarkable statement on cnn because they don't agree with you scott scott was a special assistant to bush by the way i saw carl rove what's the other idiot's name uh, oh oh Sen- does chris sunudo have an issue in america people in new hampshire can you help me That guy talks like a mile a minute, like Chris Matthews used to speak. He is filled with cliches, nothing substantive out of the guy. He's got no statesmanship qualities. He stands for absolutely nothing. He's not willing to fight for any principles despite what we're facing with the American Marxists and the Democrat Party, he's not willing to fight for anything. And if he's not trashing DeSantis, he's trashing Trump. And he'll decide if he's going to get into the race in a month or so. Is somebody wanting him to get into the race? He's got like a 1974 13-year-old haircut. You know, for a 13-year-old, Mr. Producer, have you looked at this guy? He's a mess. But he talks very, very fast like he's on a sugar high or something. And then there's Carl Rove. Karl Rove hates conservatives. Now, I understand that he's a, he's a colleague, but I never speak to him more than that i'm speaking about what i what i've seen of him over the years carl rove we used to defend carl rove when he was under criminal investigation by a us attorney i think it was in chicago or somewhere maybe it was dan webb i don't remember but they talked about frog walking him who was that carvel or something so he escaped he escaped their clutches but he's just a just an establishment guy that's why they keep pounding and pounding and pounding for their guy you know the funny thing is about guys like this <clears throat> they never back Reagan either and when I've confronted him on this not in person I don't see him I saw him once on an airplane that was it In other words, I've seen pretzels in an airplane more than I have Carl, but that's okay. And I'm not telling you anything I haven't said on the radio before. Oh, what did he say? Don't worry about it. But he insists in 1980 he backed Reagan. No, he didn't. He was part of the Republican establishment that ultimately backed Reagan after he got the nomination, but he never backed Reagan. Neither did McConnell. McConnell was the same. Neither did Sununu, the old man. Until Reagan was inevitable. I can go through all these people. Chris Christie would never have backed Reagan. He was a New Jersey rhino. Excuse me. A New Jersey orca, may I say, Mr. Producer. Hey, Chris, where do the wise watch out for those massive windmills in the ocean there? Not good for the health. I've seen the sperm whales. It's killing the sperm whales. May I say that with all due respect? So you have this effort, this this nascent effort within the Republican Party of people who literally stand for nothing. You're not going to attract 5% of the primary electorate, if you're not prepared to take on the hard left. I'm not talking about negotiating with them, embracing them. This is a do-or-die moment in American history. It's a do-or-die moment. This Asa Hutchison guy. Can anybody think of one reason to support him? No, of course not. Now, it's interesting. Asa Hutchison and this Nancy Mace out of South Carolina who's nobody ever heard of before, I got a few of these others, Chris Sununu and so forth. The only reason they draw attention is because they're self-hating Republicans. Self-hating Republicans. And by Republicans, I don't mean rhinos, I mean the original Republican Party. Remember, the Republican Party was founded in 1854 by, among others, abolitionists. So that's what I'm talking about. And they wouldn't be receiving any attention but for the fact that they are self-hating. But I can tell you now, conservatives, constitutionalists, we don't want to hear this crap anymore. We don't want to hear it. You want to know the truth? Here you go. Here you go. You want to know the truth? The George W. Bush presidency, ready for this, Mr. Producer, was a failed presidency. Eight years, and what did we get? What did we get? Can you think of three things? Can you think of one big thing? The George W. Bush presidency was a failed presidency. Do you know that he never vetoed a bill, or if he did, it was like one bill? That was it. He was constantly trying to compromise with the left, and they constantly ate his lunch. Same with his dad. This is another failed presidency, other than the appointment of Clarence Thomas. But George W. Bush, it was a failed presidency. They didn't do anything. He will be the John Tyler of the uh, of the two thousands. And look how loyal everybody was to him through two thousand and the battles in the court and. 04 would carry. It would be nice if his people were as loyal to conservatives as conservatives were to him, but it doesn't appear to work that way, does it? But that's a failed presidency. After eight years, you really can't say what was done in a positive way. You really can't. And I don't say that as a personal attack. I'm sure he was a very nice man. I met him once. Maybe twice in the Oval Office with a group of other talk radio guys. He was hilarious. He was also very nice. So this isn't personal, but it's just nothing happened. We didn't advance the ball. And when you have people who are prepared to take on the culture, like a DeSantis and a Trump, they come under blistering assault from these people. What are you taking on Disney for? No, the question should be, why is Disney trying to destroy the state of Florida in their classrooms? That interview I did with Donald Trump played on two Sundays. We broke it up, obviously. What I found most interesting about that interview is, oh, it was softball. When you let him speak, did you see how calm and presidential he was? How... Fluent he was on all these subjects. I don't expect him to get a break from Mediaite. I don't expect him to get a break from the pre bubassant left wing phony journalists, wherever they are. I don't expect it. That show is for you, not for them. I mean, if I want to be Nancy Mace, I guess then they'd be interested, but I'm not, and I don't want to be. But when you listen to him, how he moves effortlessly through subject and subject and so forth, you see the presidential Donald Trump, which is what they don't want you to see. It's the same thing with DeSantis, when I interviewed him. They're comfortable. They're guard up. They can talk about the issues in a significant way. And I think that's important for you. For you. I'll be right back. love Levin. Don't fall for the free phone deals from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, folks. Just another trick to lock you into a long-term contract that's going to cost you a fortune every single month. Instead, get a brand new iPhone 12 from Pure Talk for just twelve bucks a month at zero percent interest, no contract. Cancel or leave anytime. Get a new iPhone, ultra-fast 5G service, and cut your cell phone bill in half. That's why I'm a Pure Talk customer. That's why you should be, too. You can switch right now at puretalk.com in as little as 10 minutes. Choose from a variety of unlimited talk and text plans starting at 30 bucks a month with plenty of high-speed data all backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, L-E-V-I-N-PODCAST, and you'll save 50% off your first month. An iPhone 12 for 12 bucks a month and save on your monthly bill. PureTalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Restrictions apply. You can see the site for details. Lawrence Summers, or as his friends call him, Larry or Lar. As you know, he's a Democrat. He's an economist. I know that's oxymoronic, but nonetheless. And he's now predicting stagflation something we've been talking about here for a year. Now, why did I know that we're going to get stagflation? Because if you really look at the numbers, and I don't need a PhD in economics to do this. I just need my old noggin. You could tell it was going to happen for two reasons. Number one, the Fed is tightening money. Number two, Congress is spending money. They're working across purposes. The Fed has raised interest rates and will continue to raise interest rates as long as there's inflation. But Congress is spending money and will continue to spend money because they can't control themselves. And so you have these two entities working across purposes and the result is stagflation. Stagflation. That's the result. Now, stagflation is very, very difficult to break because you have to start to put the, you know, the foot on the gas pedal on spending. Even more, you need to slash taxes. There is no way Biden or the Democrats are going to do that. And so we're going to be stuck for a long time here in stagflation. You saw the last quarter that was measured, the GDP was 1.1%. Fact is, they're going to adjust it, and I bet you they adjust it down next month. Now, consider when Biden inherited the economy. It was bustling along. We were coming out of this COVID-19 pandemic. It was bustling along. There was job growth. There was economic growth. There was no inflation. And let me tell you something else. These things Biden's doing, whether it's with immigration or anything else, you don't even feel the real consequences of it for three, four, five years down the road. The economy is massive. It's still massive. So it really takes time for this to penetrate, for it to resonate throughout the economy the fact that there are millions and millions of illegal aliens roaming the countryside where are they? Oh I know we see a thousand here no where are millions and millions of people? the Supreme Court ruled in 1982 they have a right to public education Congress passed a law that they have a right to emergency health care they're going to flood our institutions just in our infrastructure. But where are they today? We don't even know. I'll be right back. Have you gotten your letter from the IRS yet? These last few years have not been easy on the American family. And with tax season finally arriving, there'll be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them. Well, America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-806-1299. Hello! 800-806-1299. And you'll be in touch with the America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS and help put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-806-1299. That's 800-806-1299 or americafirsttaxgroup.com slash Levin. Again, 800-806-1299 or America First tax Group slash L-E-V-I-N.
0: He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made
1: contact with our leader, Mark Levin.
0: Hello, is the mic working?
1: Hello, hello, hello. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. I'll be on Hannity in uh, 9.30 p.m. or so, Eastern Time. Our number here, we'll take calls in the last half hour, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. I'll tell you what, Kevin McCarthy's, he's really leading the way in so many respects. He was in Israel. He either just got back or he's coming back. And he gave a speech to the Knesset there, their equivalent of our Congress. And Joe Biden still has not invited Netanyahu to come to the United States. And the hardcore Biden supporters, including the secularists of my faith, don't care. They don't care. Let's listen in just to a little bit of this. Cut 12, go.
2: But as we welcome peace, we cannot ignore the threats to peace in our region. Those threats have one primary cause, the rogue Iranian regime. Most of the turmoil in this region of violence and instability can be traced back to that source, which continues to fund terrorism, arms its proxy militias and pursues nuclear weapons. Iran seeks to destabilize Iraq. It wants to entrench missiles in Syria. It empowers the terrorist organization, Hezbollah in Lebanon. And it is fueling a brutal civil war in Yemen. And among all this aggression, it seeks to encircle Israel. With hostile forces. We cannot allow Iran regime, evil campaign, to succeed. To deter to deter Iran's dangerous behavior, our nations must continue to stand together. We, the United States, integrated Israel into our central command. And are continuing to carry out military exercises together. As long as I am Speaker, America will continue to support fully funding for security assistance in Israel. Cut 13, go. We have come so far in 75 years. But the promise of years ahead is just as compelling. I believe the best days for Israel and an unbreakable bond are ahead of us. My greatest hope is that our special relationship can serve as a foundation for greater peace across the Middle East. The progress towards peace in the past few years has simply been remarkable. Thanks to the Abraham Accords, coexistence and cooperation are beginning to replace conflict and intolerance. As a result, a future where your children can enjoy a just and lasting peace is not only foreseeable, it is attainable. Congress has supported the dramatic breakthroughs of the Abraham Accords. Last week, we passed a bipartisan resolution celebrating the 75th anniversary of commending the Abraham Accords as well.
1: <clears throat> and now at a news conference in Jerusalem today, to a Russian reporter. Cut 14, go. Vychislav uh, Turtakovski, Ria Novosti, Russia. We know that uh, you don't support uh, the current unlimited and uh, uncontrolled uh, supplies of weaponry and aid to Ukraine. So, can you comment? Is it possible if in the near future? Uh, the U.S. policy regarding sending weaponry to Ukraine will change?
2: I'm not sure. The the sound here is not good. Did he say, I don't support aid to Ukraine? No, I vote for aid for Ukraine. I support aid for Ukraine. I do not support what your country has done to Ukraine. I do not support your killing of the children either. And I think for one standpoint, you should pull out. And I don't think it's right. And we will continue to support because The rest of the world sees it just as it is.
1: Fantastic. You know, I have friends who oppose aid to Ukraine but support aid for Israel. I even have enemies who support aid for Israel but oppose aid for Ukraine. And the arguments they use, in many respects, for opposite positions overlap. Ukraine's far away. Well, Israel's far away. Well, we don't want a nuclear war with Russia. Well, Iran's about to get nukes. I guess we don't want a nuclear war with Iran. And I can go down the list. Because these people are mostly irrational. They can't universalize their points. I universalize the points. We should continue to support Ukraine as we are. NATO should too. we should continue to support the state of Israel. And we need to prepare for war with China. Once again, we won't initiate a war. We won't provoke a war. We don't seek war. But they seek all those things. It's beyond clear. You can hear it. You can see it. You can smell it. They've made it clear. Bernie Sanders says that's the one area of the budget we should cut because there's waste. Is there not waste in the welfare system? Is there not waste in the massive economic socialist welfare state that Bernie Sanders supports? Of course there is. But It's the one area he would cut. Because he's a Marxist. He hates our country. He's also a coward. He will not debate me. He's all those things. But I don't want to play that. And then we have Ilhan Omar on MSNBC Saturday. Ilhan Omar in past years would have been expelled from the House of Representatives because she is a blatant bigot. A blatant bigot. And bigotry is becoming the coin of the realm of the Democrat Party. And the Democrat media. And yet there she is. On MSNBC on Saturday. Where else would she be? Cut 15, go.
3: McCarthy, I think, is struggling in what it means to be a leader. Most of us knew that he was uh, a coward uh, and would try to sort of give. See, She's
1: very angry because he kicked her ass off the Foreign Affairs Committee. Doesn't sound like a coward to me. Go ahead
3: they were asking for, uh, because he doesn't have a backbone. He doesn't really have, um, you know, policy chops. He's not known uh, for having policy ideas that people... Ah, shut
1: up, you idiot. I'm listen to you. He's already done more than most Republican speakers. He's done more than Paul Ryan ever did. He's done more than John Boehner's ever done. Then we have As-hat, I mean, Asa Hutchison on CNN yesterday. He's another one like uh, this Nancy Mace, Chris Sununu, same clown show. But he's on CNN because that's where he goes to take his shots. Cut 16, go.
0: As a small government conservative, which you just repeated here, What's your take on leaders in your party, Ron So DeSantis? let's stop
1: right there. So Dana Bash plays into this stuff because she knows what Asa Hutchison has said in the past. And this is how the Crap News Network conducts itself. Asa Hutchison knows. this, So it's kind of a fan dance that they're doing to each other. It's the cha-cha, if you will, Mr. Producer. Start from the top, cut 16, go.
0: As a small government conservative, which you just repeated here, what's your take on leaders in your party, Ron DeSantis among them, who are actively using the government to change social policy and wage cultural wars? See,
1: the question is of the sort where Asa Hutchison, if he were a conservative, if he were concerned about the Marxist left in this country destroying our culture, he would know exactly how to answer, and the answer would be, that's not the right question, Dana. The governor of Florida is responding to what Disney has tried to do. Massive corporate corporations with their corporatist boards, mostly Democrat and mostly left wing, and their radical employees should not be able to determine and direct what's taught in Florida's school systems. If they want to set policy, they should run for office. That's the problem, Dana. We're in a culture war. We didn't start it, but we have to win it. Governor Yankin, Yankin demonstrated that in Virginia. Others have demonstrated it, as has Governor DeSantis. Our little kids should not be seeing sexually graphic books in their classrooms or in their libraries, nor should they be taught sexually graphic things let alone without parental knowledge or approval. They shouldn't be taught about genitalia, what you do with genitalia, or whether, in fact, the genitalia they have is what they identify with. Disney's pushing that. Disney's Disney's pushing pornography, immorality, and perversion in our classrooms. And as a small government conservative... It is the responsibility of the states under our Constitution to exercise what's called police powers to ensure that the tax dollars of the citizens of Florida or Arkansas or wherever are not spent in such in such a way. So neither Disney nor the teachers unions nor these these uh, grifters who are making money off this kind of perversion and so forth, should be free to do so. Same with critical race theory. Our children should not be taught to reject the colorblind society that Martin Luther King preached in I Have a Dream on August 28, 1963 at the base of the Lincoln Memorial. And instead, preach racism. That if you're born a certain race, you're a racist. If you're born another race, you're a victim. That dehumanizes people based on physical characteristics. So the governor of Florida says no to that. Disney says yes to that. So you have a conflict and you have a battle. Moreover, Disney has profited from half a century of subsidies that no other corporation in this country or probably on the planet receives. It's its own town, it's its own city, with its own fire department, with its own police force, with its own re- environmental regulations, its own zoning basis, its own taxing authority, and on and on and on. And so this is an occasion to, uh, to fix that. Your buddy Bernie Sanders is on here talking about corporations don't pay their fair share. Here we have a conservative governor who's saying this corporation certainly doesn't pay its fair share. But let's hear how Asa Hutchison answers. Go.
2: Well, let's be more specific about Disney. I don't like what Disney said uh, about the legislation that I would have supported in Florida. But it's not the role of government to punish a business when you disagree with what they're saying or a position that they take. If that was the view of a Republican, then we're going to be in all kinds of trouble in our businesses in Blue states, if
1: they start punishing businesses, genius, genius, genius. What, What do you mean by our businesses? Which ones specifically? And maybe you've been sleeping in Little Rock for a long time or wherever you are. But they are destroying businesses. It's just that conservatives don't back these corporatists anymore. We don't blindly back them anymore. I mean, if there's corporations like Goya who are out there, who are solid, who believe in competition and entrepreneurship, we will back them. But corporations who are trying to destroy our children's minds and throwing their money behind them, now that's unacceptable. And you talk about punishing them. A corporation that has benefits that have been conveyed to them by the state the state has the power to take them back, particularly when they're extraordinary, like the powers that Disney has. So you're not, you're not punishing them, you're leveling the playing field. And by the way, Disney's free to say whatever it wants to through its spokes, idiots. Through its chairman, who's another idiot, a left wing Democrat who every flirts with running for president. Go ahead and run, you moron. And make sure you put on the goofy outfit when you do it. Maybe the mini outfit so you can actually practice what you preach. So, what are you talking about punishing them? That means every corporation in the country is punished unless they get Disney benefits? This is H- Asa Hutchinson, who doesn't even understand economics, let alone governance. Go ahead.
2: Taking a more conservative speech or position. And so I don't understand a conservative. All right, you
1: don't understand. If you want to run for governor of Florida, give it a shot, pal. You don't have a hell, snowball's chance in hell of winning the Republican nomination. So you're just out there. Draw attention to yourself. You're the reasonable one. You go on CNN to be used as a foil like the other clowns. I'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. One day we're going to turn on the television or the radio. You're going to turn on your computer looking at your favorite bookmarked news sites. And you're going to see charges brought against President Trump either in Georgia or Washington, D.C., one following the other at some point. And what will be and what is the greatest interference in a presidential election in American history? The special counsel does not have the authority to do what he's trying to do. But nonetheless, the judges are so ideologically corrupt. Left-wing activists and others have fallen in line. Local prosecutors doing the same. Just giving you a heads up. And then there are going to be those those rhinos, you know of whom I speak are going to lurch and jump with excitement more when i return are you an individual or business owner facing the heavy burden of back taxes levies or wage garnishments life's challenges especially those brought on by the economic impact of covid-19 and inflation can take a toll on your financial well-being now the irs has eliminated over a billion dollars in tax penalties and interest for back taxes America First Tax Group is here to help you claim your share of these billions in tax relief before the IRS can claim the government's share and clamp down. Call them now, 800-806-1299. The IRS has people working to collect your money, but it's time to turn the tables, folks. America First Tax Group is a full-service tax boutique that puts clients first. They understand the stress of dealing with tax problems, and they will be your guide through the process. Don't wait. Time is of the essence. Call America First Tax Group. Here's the number 800 806 1299. 800 806 1299.
0: Or visit America First Tax Levin. Mike Levin, the funder on the right. Call in now 877 381 3811.
1: Well, more explicit today than in the past, the New York Slimes, which is the repository of criminal leaks by the Department of Injustice, the Special Counsel, prosecutors and investigators, Maggot Haberman, Jonathan Swan, Alan Fier, the Fier, as they investigate former President Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election. See, Maggie doesn't understand how the Constitution works. She can talk fast. She can show up on CNN. She can win a Pulitzer for nothing, but she doesn't understand it. Federal prosecutors have also been drilling down on whether Mr. Trump, and a range of political aides, knew that he had lost the race but still raised money off claims that they were fighting widespread fraud on the vote results, according to three people familiar with the matter, so wire fraud they're looking at here. That's how radical this prosecutor is, this Jack the Ripper Smith. In every case he's been involved in, he's pushed the edge of the envelope. whether it's the former governor of Virginia, whether it's the former Democrat presidential candidate from North Carolina, it doesn't matter. And now he knows he'll have a jury that'll do whatever he says because it'll be in Washington, D.C. First, he'll have a grand jury that does whatever he wants, then he'll have a jury that does whatever he wants. So wire fraud. So they knew they lost, but they lied anyway, and they raised money off it. That's the theory. You've gone after a presidential candidate and a... Who was also the former president, and you come up with this you 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 develop these theories you go way outside the box it's 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 unheard of what's taking place here, and same with Atlanta, Georgia, you know find me some votes oh wow, can't say that why can't you? Prosecutors are looking at the inner workings of the committee Save America PAC and at the Trump campaign's efforts to prove its baseless claim that Mr. Trump had been cheated out of victory. That's the second time they put this in the article. They never wrote about 2016 that way, or Hillary Clinton and her endless, obsessive, unhinged statements that she actually won but for Russian interference. They never write about her that way. Do you, maggot? In the past several months, prosecutors have issued multiple batches of subpoenas in a wide-ranging effort to understand Save America, which was set up shortly after the election as Mr. Trump's main fundraising entity. This is so outrageous. These criminal leaks to the New York Times. It's just unbelievable. Initial round of subpoena. So somebody is feeding her the specific details. So it's clearly jack smith and the people around him it's his office telling you what they're doing or it could be the deputy attorney general of the united states the head of the criminal division the public integrity section could be any of them be a perfect investigation and i think president trump's lawyers should call for it now i don't think meritless garland will do it but i think they ought to make an issue out of this that's enough already these are criminal violations. This is obstruction. These leaks are obstruction of justice. But more than that, it violates his due process. That's why the leaking is a crime, to protect the, the target or the subject or the would-be defendant. That's, that's why these are crimes, because you cannot have a fair case like this. I'm waiting for the legal analysts to follow me on this. Well, not follow me. That's a bad image. You get the point. Past several months, prosecutors have issued multiple batches of subpoenas. and An initial round of subpoenas, which started going out before Mr. Trump declared his presidency in the 2024 race. Look how specific she is, or they are. And Mr. Smith was appointed by Attorney General Meritless Garland in November, focused on various Republican officials and vendors that had received payments from Save America. So what? More recently, investigators have honed in on the activities of a joint fundraising committee made up of staff members from the 2020 Trump campaign and the RNC, among others. Some of the subpoenas were sought documents from around Election Day 2020 up to the present. Now, Mr. Producer, how does she have the incredible details of this information, what the subpoenas said, when they went out, who received them? That can only come from the prosecutor's office. Prosecutors have been heavily focused on details of the campaign's finances, spending and fundraising, such as who was approving email solicitations that were blasted out the lists of possible small donors. So what they're doing now is trying to shake people down to cause them to be in such horrendous fear that they'll say almost anything. Yeah, yeah, I I wrote the email. I wrote the fundraising letter. Well, you want to save your ass? Yeah, yeah, I do. I got a family and three kids. All right, you want to save your ass? Here's what we want to know. That the Justice Department, with its ability to bring criminal charges, has been able to prompt more extensive cooperation from a number of witnesses. What did I just say? And prosecutors have developed more information than the House committee did, having targeted communications between the Trump campaign aides and other Republican officials to determine if a barrage of fundraising solicitations sent out after the election were knowingly misleading according to the three people familiar with the matter. The fundraising efforts are just one focus. of Mr. Smith's investigation into Mr. Trump's attempts to reverse his loss at the polls. That's three times. Maggie, Mr. Trump has every right to try and reverse, quote-unquote, his loss at the polls. That is, to challenge the election results, to challenge the appointment of electors. Do you understand that, Maggie? Prosecutors have also been examining the plan to assemble alternate slates of pro-Trump electors from swing states, won by Joe Biden, and the broader push by Trump to block the delay or delay congressional certification... I'm certain of Biden's electoral college victory on January 6 2021 leading to the storming of the Capitol, but all right the rest of it is uh, Regurgitation Did you know speaking of regurgitation, do you know cows chew their own cut and then throw it up mr. producer? Much like journalists I Would argue Much like journalists so-called journalists. I think we can say By the way, please join us at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time in 45 minutes on Hannity, which is where I'll be. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. You know, the thing, I'm going to talk to you about something. This Rule 42 is about to lapse. And what's interesting is that 99% of those who were Stopped because of this rule. In other words, the COVID test We're let through anyway. But now what's happening is the Biden administration is getting in as many people as they possibly can, even before it lapses. The purpose of immigration is to improve society in the life of the citizens who are already here. Our representatives are supposed to represent us, not foreigners all over the world. Millions and millions of foreigners have come into this country since Biden's been president. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of them are what they call illegal alien gotaways. They don't know anything about them. Millions in violation of federal law because it's not being enforced. Where are they? Million. Where are they? They're using public schools. A Supreme Court decision in 1982 said they could. They're using hospitals because Congress passed a law about emergency services to illegal aliens some decades ago. Law enforcement's overwhelmed. Teenagers are being treated as indentured servants. They're working in horrendous conditions. Women and girls are being molested and raped, sold into sex slavery. People are dying. A terrorist makes it across from time to time, MS-13. You got fentanyl, other drugs, illegal weapons coming across the border. We can't even keep track of it, which is killing tens of thousands of, of Americans. Drug cartels control our border, and they're making billions of dollars. American towns and cities on the border are being ruined. Big city mayors are begging Biden to stop. Don't you think Joe Biden knows us an explanation? He hasn't given us one yet. Don't you think he owes the American people an explanation about what he's doing and why he's doing it rather than send the serial perjurer and liar Mayorkas to Congress to tell us the border's secure? We're not stupid. The border's not secure. Don't you think he owes it to us that We have a right to know exactly what the hell's going on. I'll be right back. You know, sleep, especially as you get older, is so critical, especially that deep, comforting sleep. Go to helixsleep.com, H-E-L-I-X sleep.com, and take the sleep quiz. I took it and was matched to the midnight lux. Helix knows that everyone's unique. So they have several different mattress models to match your body type and sleep preferences. Once you match, your mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. They have a 10-year warranty and Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans. So a great night's sleep is never far away. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. So go to helixsleep.com/levin H-E-L-I-X sleep.com slash L-E-V-I-N and use code HELIXPartner20. That's HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long, folks. With Helix, better sleep starts now. All right. Are we ready? Let's see here. Let us go to Ken. Louisville, Kentucky, the great W-H-A-S. W has. Go right ahead.
3: Hello, Mark. Good evening. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. You know, I'm looking at the clock, and I just don't think there's time for what I wanted to ask you. But let me just say this, Mark, how how much, and I think I speak for all your listeners, just how much I appreciate what you do and thank you for what you do. You are a kind. true, true, genuine patriot. And I think years and years from now, when history is written about this country, I think there's going to be a special place reserved for you, Rush, others. But you're going to be right there at the very top of the talk radio hosts.
1: Well, and Ken, I-, I didn't know you were going to say all this it's really really kind of you and i cannot tell you how much i appreciate it but you know when you look at the way russia has been treated and you look at the way other conservatives have been treated don't hold your breath i mean amongst us maybe but we are despised we are hated because we dare to challenge these people Well, May Day comes, and I hope it's not soon. You'll see the venom and the poison pouring out from every pore of every reprobate on the planet. It's just the way it is. This is why I believe in family. I believe in friends. I believe in you and the people in this audience. You're the people I care about. I don't care about them. But, Ken, I want to thank you. That was very, very kind of you. Very much appreciate it. Take care of yourself. Let's keep going. Trish in New York, the great WABC. Go right ahead.
3: How are you? Love you. Um, you. I have a 98-year-old grandmother, born and Mm -hmm. raised in this country. Problem is, she can't live off her Social Security check anymore. Mm -hmm. So we put money in every month to pay her rent, her food, and everything. And now she's starting to get dementia, so she doesn't realize what's going on. And to try to find help is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's You know, it's, it's unfair, and I feel bad, because she also takes care of my brother, who is special needs, mm-hmm. And she raised us both, because our parents died before they were 40. So seeing her get dementia at this age, which well, is 98, is old. It is not easy seeing her not pay, be able to pay for things.
1: No, It's horrendous. A lot of people go broke over this. Imagine uh, all the money this government spends and wastes, quarter of a trillion dollars a year they can't even find. Imagine if it was put to proper use. Imagine if they didn't raid these trust funds. Imagine if they would control themselves, but they can't. Thanks for your call. I'm sorry you're going through it. We salute all you heroes out there. I cannot thank you enough for listening. Your kind words and so forth. Just very, very kind. I appreciate it. God bless you. I'll see you on Hannity in 30 minutes.